ready for the tour de force that this episode will surely be. I don't think I can handle it. I'm ready for the tour de force. Tour de force. Tour de force. Tour de force. Hello. Uh-huh. Hey. Welcome to the Podshaw Cinecast, presented by the Podshaw Cinema. This is your host, Jonathan Foster. And with me, oh my God, I actually have guests today that are uh, doing this episode with me. Thank God. Um, <laughs> we, so have, lonely. <laughs> we have my returning uh, adopted children, Phil and Caroline. Hey. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, good. I'm tired. I'm uh, up way earlier than I usually am, uh, which I was up at like 8.30. Oh. And that's like, like a crazy person. An hour and a half before I even think about getting up, usually. <laughs> I was up 45 minutes before that. Now I feel like I'm absolutely crazy. No. Yeah. I'm the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, I did know that. I'm very tired. But how, how, was, how was holidays and stuff? I haven't seen you guys in... Oh, we haven't done... Oh, well, you know, I've yeah. seen you guys, but yeah. we haven't done an episode in like For the sake of 10 podcast, billion weeks. Yeah. We have to pretend, yeah. 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 How was things? How was things? How was, how was Christmas, guys? How was Christmas? Christmas was great. I went to Denmark. Oh yeah, yeah. How was and that? It was all white of snow. Sick. No, someone had not. a it white was, Christmas. No? I, I wish. I, I, I. No, I didn't. I was hoping for it. But no snow whatsoever. Okay. So disappointing. Okay. When I finally go home for Christmas. Fucking global point. warming. Yeah. <laughs> Never worked when you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> it's always working. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so how was New Year's though? What'd you guys get up to in New Year's? Oh wait, we were both working. We're double both working. shifts. So we finished at eight. And uh I was with Sophia, just me and her. Uh after midnight we went to a weird, crazy, insane house party. Like what I can imagine like house party gone wrong. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. Just people coming from the street, the house trashed. Like project X. I and I yeah project X. I, I was just I was like man I'm happy I don't live here because this is bad. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> what about you, Phil? What'd you get up? I went to, to Disneyland. Disneyland. Went in Paris or mm-hmm. or or no 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 Paris. or uh, California. No no no. Or Japan. No, I'm not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went with um, I spent Christmas with the family and then I went with Dusty's family to Disneyland. Which was great because I've never been. Yeah. And I loved it. Sick. And, um, I'm not really uh, good with rides, but I went on like the biggest rides I could Space wow. Mountain and Thunder Mountain. And, and you went on Space Mountain? Couldn't it's the Star Wars Woo! Space Mountain. Man. No, I had to do it. It's Star Wars Space Mountain. Yeah, Hyper Space Mountain. All right, I'll retract that woo and give it a. <laughs> right next to it in the, I forget what it's called, but it's a spot where you can just meet Darth Vader. But the only disappointing <laughs> okay. thing about Disneyland, first thing we did was get an autograph book, right? And I was like, I want to meet every character. Because they all have... Oh, yeah, yeah. They all have I had one of those when I was a kid. And they're free when you come in. Mm-hmm. But there aren't any characters just running around Disneyland. Prisons? Yeah. Are they, they hiding? Be is that, they're in is like, like select game? spots. Yeah. So you can go to this corner at this time and this character's there for oh, hours and you queue to get pictures oh. and autographs. Which is bullshit. I'm so angry about this. No, yeah, yeah, no. I can. And if you do see them running around, they're like being escorted to their next like uh, gig. The next location. So like they Weird. run past you. They don't like actually stop. Um, but that was the only disappointing thing. That's weird though, because when I was a kid, I went to Disney World 
in Orlando, and there was totally like just random ass people running yeah, yeah, around. That's what Dusty know? said as well. Like back yeah. in the day, hmm. they used to just be cool and chill. They'd hang Anything out with you. Else. Yeah, they'd just be running around, and I was adamant about me and Goofy, and I couldn't you know. make Disneyland great again. Exactly. Guys. Trump and nonsense. I got, I got, um, <laughs> I got a uh, one of those books when I was a kid, and uh, it was full of you know Captain Hook and Mickey Mouse and Pluto, Robin, yeah. all, all those people, <laughs> Robin Hood, all those, all those uh, characters. And then I took it to a wrestling show, and uh, <laughs> I got it filled in by Greg the Hammer Valentine, nice. Honky Tonk Man, and the Coup de Gras, Mankind. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. All in one book. Yeah, it's the weirdest book. I wish I still had it. Oh, man. <laughs> I would frame yeah. it. Oh, man. Well, that's cool. Well, I mean, I kind of like filled the listeners in on what I got up to New Year's and stuff. But um, one thing that, you know, I did when I was having my New Year's was go to Scotland. Ooh. And uh, something oh, we missed out yeah. on last week. Tablet, tablet, oh. tablet. I had it ready to go, but we didn't end up recording. Mm. Um, apologies for that shite episode I did on my own. But yeah, this week on Snack Time. <laughs> Snack Time. It's Snack Time. It's Snack Time. Snack time. Oh, look yeah. at that. We've got um, well Mrs. Tilly's famous <coughs> Scottish tablet. Sorry. Um, I was told by a Scottish boy who um who happens to make his own tablet that this is okay tablet to get if if it's not like homemade by someone okay and i didn't feel like homemaking (laughs) he didn't do it for me because he's an asshole no i'm just just joking shout out danny i love you um but yeah here's some here's some scotch tablet for you this looks very suspicious all right this looks like the kind of bag i get my weed in Ooh, it's like bubble wrap. This is nice. This is like the best packaging we've had so far. <laughs> All right, let's pop that boy oh, open for some ASMR. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, let it breathe. We're probably the only oh, film and yeah. cinema podcast that has uh, a snack time, and yeah. also one that does it as an ASMR like crossover. So yeah. I mean, you know, you get a lot from us. We out here. So we hustling. We're yeah. we're doing a lot. <laughs> All right, so we got to rate these, remember? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so grab your uh, tablet. Kind of, it's basically butter and, and sugar. Yeah, I don't even know what you want to know. <laughs> it's very sweet. Whoa. Oh, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> this, was, this was a really big bite. <laughs> I did not expect this. That crumbles in your mouth. Yeah. Mm. And it tastes just like butter. Yeah. And it, sugar. Okay. Yeah, it's like eating a sugar cube Literally. that someone dropped inside of butter. <laughs> <coughs> um, yeah, it's know. kind of reminiscent of that frosting off of that um, that pastry yeah. cake thing bullshit that we had a couple of weeks back. The fancy, yeah. frosty fancies. It tastes Shout good, out. but um, I I'm really I'm not good with butter. So this is it's freaking me out a bit because I don't know how I feel. Do you want me to I'm finish like, it? It's nice and sweet, but it tastes like butter. Just a stick of butter. I mean, I can have another bite. Not that bad. Finish the cube. Oh, but the it's so but sweet. But the 
it crumbles in your mouth. I don't like that either. It's like uh, really sweet um, shortbread. Really sorry to our Scottish listeners out there. <laughs> They're like, what? you're not even eating it right. You have to dip it in coffee first. Uh, you got to have it with uh, Beer. whiskey. Yeah. yeah. And at least I didn't insult him by calling it scotch because I know that's insulting scotch. Americans out there. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking, it's fucking whiskey. It's all right. It's not as good as my McMuffin over here. <laughs> that's the only good thing about being up this early is McDonald's breakfast. I just watched Big Daddy again. Exactly, that's what I'm referencing, yeah. And um, and it's back to 11. You know, that the whole scene in the Is it movie. back to 11 now? Because yeah, it was no. half 10. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was half 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're uh, my therapist. Take a walk. Man, um, Big Daddy still holds up, though. I love Big Daddy. PTA loves yeah. Big Daddy as well. So I'm right. Are we going to rate these? Oh, yeah. Give a rating for tab- your tablet. Sorry. <laughs> like, out of five? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would probably give it. Oh no, <laughs> uh, one and a half, maybe two. One and a half, two, because of the butter. Wow! It's just it's so it really took me by surprise because I thought it was gonna be harder, <laughs> like a little bit like like fudge or something. Yeah. Or like car- caramel, but it was just it just crumbles. It Straight just up fell. butter. I was I wasn't ready for it and butter. <laughs> I'm sorry, not a thing I would munch on. It's not. I to be honest, I don't think you can really munch on those things too much. Yeah. No, anyway, cause you'll get a heart attack. You'll get really <laughs> sick. Um, it's, I, I think they really do just serve these inside of like, you know, if you go to like a, a pub or something in the morning, get a get a coffee. It'll be on your little oh, yeah. your little tray or a little tea shop or whatever, you know. Sorry. But yeah, anyway. But what, um, so but we're saying we hate Scotland and no. I'm giving it to. You're giving it to. Because <laughs> I don't okay. want any more. It's yeah. fine. Don't they don't taste more. bad, but um, yeah. very strong. And it's just it's butter. Strong. It's just butter. It's just I feel bad flavor. because I feel like I have a really strong connection to Scotland, but <laughs> at the same time, I've never been that big of a fan of tablet. And I was almost hoping that one of you guys will like it enough to make me oh. not have to rate it too high. Um, but I'll give it a two as well. It's like, it's fine. It's not like. I can see how people love it, yeah. But I'm not one of those people. I don't have that much of a sweet tooth. Oh, that's a yeah. jump for me. I I do. You do. And yeah. usually I'm like nothing is too sweet. But there's some. I think oh, it's so bad. I'm like, okay, what can I literally eat the whole pack of <laughs> if yeah. I'm like in the mood, you know? Or, yeah. uh, <laughs> and this love. is not one like this. I I just one is is more than enough. I would be fired yeah. with half. I regret eating. Half. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I can't. It's early. I can't eat more than just one. I could barely finish one because it's so. It, for me, it is really sweet, and I've had sweeter. Like oh, there's really? tablet I've tasted that's been way sweeter than that. Anyway, um, apologies to Lee who lives in Scotland, but he did reply when I was talking about Scottish cinemas last week. Uh, this is our user feedback segment. But yeah, uh, Lee said if if there's a cinema that comes close to the Prince Charles Cinema. Oh, for for uh, context, I said that I was I visited the uh, GFT in Glasgow, and it felt like it's closest thing you're gonna get to Prince Charles in terms of the, how they program and stuff. And um, nice. but Lee Lee said if there's a cinema that comes closest to the Prince Charles Cinema in Scotland, I think it would be uh, the amazing at Filmhouse here in Edinburgh. So cool. I've not been to Filmhouse, so. 
he's probably right. <laughs> and lived there. Yeah. And then also our pals one mic one voice uh said that if you're ever if you're going to talk about indie cinemas in Scotland let us not forget Cameo Cinema. So Cameo. Yeah, Cameo Cinema which I've been inside of not seen a film there but I've just been walked by. When I go to Scotland I don't really watch many films. This year was the first time I actually watched anything out of the last like 10 years that I've been going <laughs> or 9 years would you watch? Uh, I saw Jojo Rabbit and uh, Little Women. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I haven't seen those two. So. I've seen one of them. Let's let's get into what's going on at the Prince Charles Cinema this week on Friday, the seventeenth of January, and then we'll get into our meat and potatoes, what everybody really wants. Um, but yeah, we've been showing some stuff here that we've kind of we've all seen. Um, this thing called uh, Uncut Gems. This is how I went. Yeah, from thirty-five millimeter. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, I'm watching you it saw today. It? You're seeing it today. I've seen Sick. like about ten minutes of it. Yeah, Fucking I watched great. it again last night on 35. It's still so intense. It's so good. It was really awesome seeing it with the audience as well because there's some bits in it where it's just so tense and like I just really wanted to hear the audience's reaction to it. It's yeah. so amazing. Or like, like thereof, because they can't. Right, it's <laughs> such a well-behaved crowd <laughs> yeah. because they're so like on the edge of their feet. No, but you still hear like some people gasp and stuff, and like there's oh, one yeah. bit. I can't remember what was happening in the film, but someone was, I could just hear someone going, oh shit, shit, <laughs> shit. It was just like, it was really good. It was just like, this is amazing. So yeah, um, if you've not seen Uncut Gems yet, you should definitely come out and see it. It's still shown for a whole week this week. It'll probably get picked up again next week as well. Probably until, until the end of the month. Yeah, until the end of time. Until the end of time. <laughs> but yeah, it's shown from 35 millimeter. It's the only place in the UK you'll find it on 35 millimeter. Um, and as I said last week, I'm going to do a, our first bonus episode with our, my former co-host, um, y'all's s- sort of a uh, oh. sister or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we're going to do uh, our first bonus episode about Uncut Gems. So if you want to um, get in on that, you got to patreon.com slash the PCC podcast. $5 a month will get you, you know, right in there. Bonus episodes right every month. Um, and we've got another one that we're planning, which I'll tell you about in a bit. But do I want another tablet? I don't know. Yeah, you're just <laughs> looking at it. Just go for it if you want it. Um, another thing that's, that's showing this whole week is uh, from director Makoto Shinkai, the visionary director of the 2016 global hit Your Name. It's Weathering with You. New anime feature is showing a lot this week so with that and uncut gems that's pretty much us this week literally it's uh yeah. they're all getting like 40 billion screenings a piece so but <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a few other little things coming up this week anything you're excited about caroline or? um on saturday we got uh alien and aliens double bill mm-hmm. um at 8 yep. i love alien um uh, yep I've, they're great I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast before, but like one of my favorite uh, times ushering a film here was like when I was watching the Alien and Aliens double feature and just like hearing people scream at one point during Aliens, like the audience just like someone in the, ah! like it's something <laughs> like, you know, it just made my skin crawl. I was just like, yes, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Like the power of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on uh, uh, on Wednesday, next Wednesday, uh, we showing the witch. Yeah, the witch. Which is in the upstairs screen, so it will definitely sell out. Unfortunately, I was planning on coming in. Guess I can stay home now. <laughs> but it's 
It shows a lot. It's so good. Shout out, Paul. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. If it sells out, that means it'll get, it'll get added back in eventually. Yeah. Sometimes We've soon. shown that before, right? Yeah. When we were showing Halloween. Hereditary as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just so good. Eggers, right? Who did uh, The Lighthouse, which I saw mm. recently. <gasps> You've seen um, The Lighthouse? Yeah, I saw it like in this preview screen a couple weeks back. And it was right. It was like the day after we recorded our 2019 sort of wrap up. Oh. Thing. And Would I was, it have made oh, it? Yeah. Good or bad? Oh no no oh, no good. no good yeah no okay. it was it jumped to my number four I okay. think for the whole year oh, oh wow. good yeah Jamie really loved it well. yeah it's amazing it's really good it's really creepy so I've not seen the witch actually which mm-hmm. I want to rectify I stupidly haven't seen it um Jamie liked the witch speaking of Jamie shout out Jamie <laughs> but he sort of like ruined the ending for me and I'm just trying to wait until like you I forget? don't remember it anymore which I'm yeah. starting to get that way I don't really remember what he said it was but uh, if you're listening to this Jamie thanks a lot. uh yeah so friday we also have romy and michelle's high school reunion yes um so that should be pretty fun that's a badass movie Mm -hmm. uh that's a part of the nfts uh diamonds in the sky um so yeah come check that out it's basically nfts like allow certain students and stuff from every year to come and program for their degree and they like program a bit of cinema and we work with them every year so it's pretty cool. Um, plus, it's a great film. So, you know, great causes all around. <laughs> uh, also, Saturday, as you mentioned, Alien Aliens, we got Tammy and the T-Rex. Have you guys oh, heard yeah. about this film? I've never heard of it. I've seen it on the website. Yeah. I think I've heard you reference it. I don't yeah. know what this is. Is it a real film? Yeah, yeah, it is. So it stars Denise Richards and Paul Walker before they were really famous. Oh. And it's from the early 90s. And it was originally released as Tammy and the T-Rex. And it was um, sort of a weird rom-com about a boy who's got turned into a dinosaur. Paul Walker gets turned into a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really know. I've not seen the film, but I've seen the, Like, I've heard about it and I've seen the trailer for what we're showing. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, okay. So Wait. originally it was released as this sort of like lovely, little, funny, goofy rom-com thing. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, later it's... <laughs> people discovered actually this film was originally kind of a horror film (laughs) (laughs) and they just edited it to make it look like this really lovely little film Uh, um so when it was released because it was really violent and stuff uh so the actual like version which we're showing is the gore cut and that's where it just restores it back to the way it was originally intended where there's a lot of just violence and like it looks so insane insane Oh, and uh, that's part of our Good Bad Movie Club, oh, which is uh, coming back yeah. this year. So we've already got a couple things in the books for Good Bad Movie Club. So, uh, yeah, if you guys like really weird bad movies, I would definitely recommend this. I really want to see it. I don't know if I'll catch it um, on Saturday or not, but I do want to see this film. It looks so absurd. I will try and usher it on Saturday. <laughs> I'm working. So yeah, hopefully. I don't think anyone will fight you in that. No? Yeah. You don't think so? Okay. Well, you sold me now, John. <laughs> a couple little things I want to shout out. There's Serenity on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, John Cassavetti's Faces as well. On Monday, we got Lynn Ramsey's Morvan Collar. And Tuesday, we're showing Dolomite, the original, the original. Rudy Ray Moore classic for his 45th anniversary. Nice. And then also on Thursday, we're showing Duck Soup Much for money. only a pound. So we're showing it also on Saturday, I believe. But on Thursday, if you come in the afternoon, it's only going to be one pound for PCC members. I definitely want to yeah. come in for that. The classic of like yeah, everything. yeah, definitely. I think 
uh, people should start getting those memberships. If you don't have a membership, I doubt anyone listening to this doesn't have a membership already. But hey, um, we're making some changes in the new year. Uh, new year, new us. You know, every year some things change. Uh, for instance, we've got a new readograph that we're working on up, uh, above the building. I quite outside. like the temporary sign there. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you where I'll put yeah, the yeah. Sign. And then we're also getting a new screen. Oh, yeah. We're going to be flattening Not our curved. screen out. Yeah. And it's going to be brand new and lovely. Um, but in order to do that, sometimes, you know, things change. Prices go up a little bit. But we're making our membership a little bit more accessible for everyone, not just people who drink alcohol. So <laughs> no longer <laughs> are we doing cream. one pound discounts on uh, beers and al- uh, all the alcohol and stuff. But it's going to be a 15% off of everything. That's including popcorn and water and everything like that. So in the long run, you're saving a lot more money. Uh, and that is making it a little bit more accessible for people who just don't drink or don't eat our ice cream. So every single product we sell will be 15% off. So that's pretty cool. Um, but with that, I think our lifetime membership is going to be going up a little bit to 60 pounds. It hasn't happened yet. So basically, if you want to jump on that 50 pound lifetime membership, Dude. I would do it now. But even 60 pounds is like pretty much in line with most cinemas like mm-hmm. annual membership. Yeah. And this is lifetime, so yeah. it's pretty damn good. It's a pretty good deal. Good. Yeah. But did I mention, guys, that we're actually recording this inside of the Kevin Smith cubicle? Yeah. <laughs> can, oh, yeah. Oh, I just noticed. It's a bit tight it's, in here. It's a bit yeah. tight in here. Yeah. I'm like standing on Kevin's yeah. head. Uh, <laughs> and the reason why that is because today's kevin smith day on the pcc podcast hey. <laughs> 420 somewhere uh <laughs> i don't know just gonna get into it guys you guys came for this um and we we know what just, we just want to get into this now it's time to do it it's time we recently had kevin smith in how long how long ago was that just like uh, a couple months couple months now November? it was oh oh yeah it was thanksgiving November. how do i not remember that it yeah. was thanksgiving day yeah, so Kevin Smith came on Thanksgiving. We're now in fourteenth uh, of January. <laughs> yeah. We've been sitting on this for way too long, but hey, we're gonna have it now. You guys are ready for it? Not even supposed to be here today. We're just celebrating twenty-five years of Kevin Smith's career, basically, because dude's Mike, been Mike, around. Mike. <laughs> dude's been around since uh, ninety-four with Clerks, his debut, and that uh, turned twenty-five. We've had a bit of twenty-fifth anniversary celebrations of Clerks a couple of times this past year. So and Jay uh, and Bob reboot, wasn't it? Yeah, else? and the Jay and Bob reboot, a exactly. Yeah. So before we really get into that, we can talk about uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Did you guys both see it when it was here? Yeah, we watched it together actually when Kevin Smith was here. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's right. So you were yeah. ushering that night, or would, it's not no, stage managing that I night? I was stage managing yeah. all of this because he did three back-to-back screenings and Q and As. Um, that's what you caught him in in between yeah. one of them and made me late. Um, <laughs> but no, I really wanted to watch it. Um, so I caught the last one. I think I caught the midnight one. Yeah, we had the back on the piano. I had to keep coming in and out. But um, yeah, how'd you find the the reboot? I liked it. It was uh, it was a lot of laughs and uh, not just for me, but with the audience, mm-hmm. uh, which made it even better. Because mm-hmm. uh, I I ushered it twice after that, and. And they were just not. It was just not the same as the first time. I know it's. It was the first time, but the audience it was sold out. Everyone was so pumped. It was like fifteen percent of the audience were dressed up like Kevin <laughs> yeah. Smith. Like it's not every day that, that there was just such a good yeah. atmosphere in there. Um, 
and yeah, I I did I did enjoy it. I I thought it was funny and it was uh, it was well well made. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, I cried so much. I liked it. Um, way funnier than I expected. Um, it's a good. Yeah, it was great to watch in that room with those yeah. people who it's made for them. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a good party movie. Yeah, it's like Rocky Horror. And everybody there, they're in on the joke and they love it. Like every time it's like an old actor, an old character jumps yeah. up from another movie, they applaud. Um, but no, that's a really sweet movie as well underneath all the self-referential stuff about fatherhood that I, I quite like. And I, I, I enjoyed it. I like Kevin Smith as a person and I like his movie. So this was sort of very an interesting like reflection on his whole life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it would made better watching it like that and just getting to hang around him yeah. most of that day and seeing him talk about it so lovingly, as well as my favorite bit of stage managing, the Kevin Smith thing. When, <clears throat> so he would do the intro and then he'd run out and he would always stay for the first like five minutes yeah. and just listen to the crowd. Yeah. And he knew exactly when the laugh came, when the beats came. He was, he was like playing like music in the pit. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he had all the timing and he did all the lines and he was like, boots drop, doors open, Jay comes out, title card. Sometimes the crowd applauds here, sometimes they're polite and they wait and they applaud here. Yeah. And I found, found that really interesting. And uh, yeah, you just get swept up in that. Yeah, we, we, we were all backstage at that point. Um, it was right after we did our little interview with him, which is coming up soon, guys. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, uh, he he was he was definitely just he knew every every beat of the film, and he was doing that, and it was really funny. Like it was it was like, dude, we could just film this, and this would be really entertaining. Like you just sort of predicting how the audience is going to you know react to your film, and it's a hundred percent accurate. Like he he like Phil said, if if you know he's he's saying one thing is going to happen and if it doesn't happen then they'll do it there instead and it's always exactly right like it's really <laughs> impressive like God, but, he knows i mean he did coming. tour around uh the states with that film he's and seen it like a hundred times yeah, yeah he so. legit like sits and watch it watching <laughs> that yeah so it was really cool yeah it was really fun i was in on the first uh the first screening of that and it was really amazing and then just like yeah watching him talk and all that i think we'll get into that in a little bit um i think we should kind of get into like a little bit of his career and everything and uh like i said it's been 25 years since clerks um almost 26 i guess uh if you want to count the fact that we're in 2020 now but hey let's go back in time to 2019 back when things are great in 2019 (laughs) the world looks so bright and new yeah so uh kevin patrick smith i didn't know that was his middle name I uh, was born on the Same 2nd of August, magic. 2nd of August, 1970 in Red Bank, New Jersey, but he grew up in Highlands. Uh, he's the son of Grace, who would make cameos in his films. You guys seen uh, Clerk? She's the, she's the milkmaid. Milk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, his father was Donald, who was a postal worker. Um, and he has a couple of siblings, and he grew up in a Catholic household, which is... Uh, explains a lot. Explains a lot, definitely. Uh, in high school, Kevin, he was a bit... Of, overweight so he discovered that he could fit in by uh you know just being the funny guy and uh developed like a really good sense of humor which would also explain a lot and uh then he started getting interested in filmmaking and he would do skits like saturday night live and all that sort of stuff with his friends but then after he finished high school he attended the new school in new york for a semester 
and uh, was apparently booted for uh, throwing water balloons out of a window <laughs> uh, onto the Manhattan street below. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he later attended the Vancouver Film School where he met longtime collaborators Scott Mosier and uh, Dave Klein, who would end up being the producer and the c- cinematographer on Clerks and actually and most, most of, of his career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after a few months at the uh, f- at film school, he left because he just figured he had enough knowledge to make a movie. <laughs> Like, let me just take all my money that I was going to spend on college and put it into a movie. I love that. That just feels like such a Kevin Smith thing. Just like, especially young Kevin Smith. Just someone who's just like, ah, I got enough. Fucking but he's right. Could you go to film school and it's a bunch of people telling you what other filmmakers meant? Yeah. And it's like, well, you have your own ideas, which is just as valid. It's ridiculous to go somewhere and be told what to think. So he decided to uh, just start working to uh, save some money so he can make this movie. Do you guys know what he did? To, quick stop. Yeah, he worked at the oh, Quick Stop. Yeah, as a clerk. <laughs> Are we here now? <laughs> yeah, he he worked as a clerk in the convenience store in Leonardo, uh, New Jersey, and that's where he decided to make Clerks. When they made Clerks, they basically shot in the exact same store and the video store, which is still there. He would have to shoot after closing. He would uh, shoot some of the outside scenes probably during the day, but then all the other scenes that are during the film inside the building are while it's closed. That explains the gum in yeah, the locks. Ex- explains <laughs> the shutters, yeah. You shoot all night and then work all day in the same spot. <laughs> um, to fund the film, he raised $27,575, and that was by selling his comic book collection. Um, maxing out numerous credit cards. Yeah, that's a good story. And uh, cashing in on an insurance claim from a car that he and Jason Mewes lost to a flood. Have you heard yeah, about that? Yeah, yeah. I have I've, not heard about that. I've heard him talk <laughs> about um, <laughs> there, were, there was a big flood in Jersey and they yeah. had loads of cats in the neighborhood and a lot of the cats died yeah. <laughs> in that flood. The car was like apparently Amazing. just parked down, down a hill or something. He he makes a lot of jokes about the hills and stuff, like him being down at the bottom of the hill or something, which meant that he was like he was trash or something compared to like because he's like I wasn't you know I wasn't trash or anything, but you know like I was down at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> but um, yeah, like he apparently Jason Muse told him that it was going to flood or something, and I guess he just didn't believe believe him, so he left the oh, car he was down high there. or something. Yeah, man. just didn't like listen to him and didn't move the car. <laughs> And uh, the car flooded. Paid off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you guys say is your favorite uh, Kevin Smith film? Is it Clerks? Definitely Clerks. Yeah. Definitely Clerks. Um, I think most people would say Clerks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. Uh, I think Morat might be my favorite. Morat's is your favorite. Just commit with the first one. I saw. Yeah. The first one my brother showed me, and I would uh, just very uh, I have a deep love for that movie. Um, but I don't know I've grown up with them and my opinions have changed um, yeah some have gotten much better as I've gotten older but I think Clerks is the original you gotta give it up for that and then after now after years of working in customer service I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway it's loosely based on the Divine Comedy which is uh, Dante Alighieri's uh, Divine yeah. Comedy which is uh, hence Dante's hence name the name yeah Dante the Hicks the title which represents the Nine Rings of Hell 
<laughs> of commerce. <laughs> so the film ended up playing in Sundance after he finished making it, where it won the filmmaker's trophy. And uh, after is when Kevin met the devil himself. He offered to buy the film. Weinstein. <laughs> which would see it released in cinemas to both critical and financial success, earning over $3 million, which is pretty incredible. Um, but did you know that uh, even though the character Dante is based on Kevin Smith, originally he cast himself as Randall? Yeah, that's why Randall has all the funny lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, this is pretty funny here as well. Um, Jason Reitman, who is going to be directing the new Ghostbusters film, has said that the film revealed to him his desire to be a filmmaker. And Reitman told Kevin Smith this, to which Kevin Smith jokingly quipped, you're the son of Ivan Reitman. You grew up on the sets of Ghostbusters and Stripes, and it took me to let you know that you can be a director. That's funny. Yeah, I, I like, see that. That's funny. But I like the circle. It, it always comes full circle, right? Yeah. Kevin Smith watched Lacquer. Mm-hmm. Link play a movie and you're like, oh shit, I could make a movie. And yeah, yeah. Years later, people watch Clark and they're like, oh shit, I can make a movie. It's quite nice. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, I was, I, I when I watched Clerks, I was like, <gasps> well, I, was, I mean, I wish I watched this when I was younger, so I could have started earlier. Yeah. But and then I was like, man, I just want to, you know, like this is possible, you know. Um, and that was what kind of made me want to make films because I was like, wait, he can do this. He can. Oh yeah. And it was, it's, it's such a like easy, like it's so, like the dialogue and all the jokes and all. It's like, it's just like everyday stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it, well, it's like how yeah, you and, and your friend talk. Yeah. And conversations, like the whole Star Wars conversation is hilarious. Yeah. Because it's just like what you, what we talk about yeah, behind exactly. the kiosk or something. Like, I feel like Clerks has that vibe though when watching it. Like, I recently rewatched it before we were doing this and I rewatched Clerks too and Mallrats. Um, <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> I after I saw Clerks two, and I hadn't seen it in probably fifteen years, or I, I don't know, it's maybe not been that long since it's been out, but um, but close, like twelve, thirteen years. Um, I thought that I liked Clerks two a hell of a lot, but I realized I only like bits now. Oh, I really <laughs> after rewatching it. Well. The thing is, I also thought I liked Mall Rats a lot. Oh, god damn you, John. <laughs> and I rewatched it, and now I'm kind of like, Ugh. I mean, the thing is, certain elements of some of those films just haven't aged well. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like, uh, I didn't really get my opinion on, um, Clark, uh, sorry, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, which I really liked a lot. The thing is, I, I like a lot of these characters, and I think the brilliant thing about a lot of Kevin Smith's films is that like the characters are amazing. Yeah. But like when uh, sometimes the elements that are surrounding these characters and the things that are going on. And that's a bit of a part of the times really, I guess as well. It doesn't really like sit well today mm -hmm. when you rewatch it. But I feel like that's, what's kind of nice about Jane Silent Bob reboot is just like, you see an older grown up version of Kevin Smith, who is more aware of yeah, like definitely. today's world. And he has a daughter and stuff. And the shit he talks about, isn't going to be the exact same thing as it was when no, he was like younger. Be. Yeah. And uh, it sits better. Yeah. And it's like really, it was really nice to watch and it had a really nice message and stuff. Yeah. It's almost as if like his films are Jason Muse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then like now in, 
in uh, Jane Solomon Bob reboot, he's all grown up and has a has clean. a daughter, and yeah. he gets he's clean and he gets uh, he 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 grows up himself, and that's like, I mean, uh, almost all of those films are almost like a vehicle just for Kevin Smith to show off Jason Mewes anyway. Like, aren't look, they? look like, how much he's grown up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. Though. Yeah. Well, I thought this was pretty funny as well. I didn't know this, and um, but maybe Caroline knows. I don't know, but I'm assuming Phil probably will know this <laughs> because you're more of the Kevin Smith fan, which is one of the reasons why I was glad to have you on here because you can you can be the knowledgeable person. Thank you. I can fact um, check these. <laughs> yeah. So, did you guys know Clerks had an alternate ending, and it was a, the original ending? Yep. Have you heard about yeah, this? I've heard about it, but yeah. I'm not. I don't know details. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, like the end of the film, Dante and Randall sort of, they kind of get back together, mm-hmm. you know, you're closed, if you would. Yeah. And he's like, throws them the sign that says, I assure you we're open and says you're closed or whatever. Well, after that happens, he leaves and Dante's left there just cleaning up the cash register and stuff. And a robber comes in and he comes over and shoots Dante, killing him. And then you just basically see him taking the money out of the register. Um, so yeah, Dante originally died yeah. in the film. <laughs> it's a. I don't. I don't like that ending. So I'm <laughs> glad it's not. It would have been a completely different film. Yeah, I was talking about this with Rob, and I think that's a good point. He was like, "I wish that was the ending," because it completes the great ironic joke of I wasn't even supposed to be here. Yeah, and he, did, he died at the end. Yeah. But that was the point, I think. Of I, w- as well. I was a kid who used to write films as well. Yeah. And I know that you, when you don't know how to end a movie, you just kill off your main character. Yeah. And that's how it feels. And it's good because it would have, yeah, it would have robbed you of like years. And yeah. Years I mean, and it would have killed like that whole that universe. Whole universe yeah. The View Skew universe. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, like, you know, like Dante's character. I mean, they could have, they could have like, continued to go but i mean you wouldn't have had clerks too and a lot of these little bits and elements it like, would have been weird have because been around he keeps going and yeah um the movie become more cartoonish and it would have been weird to go that trajectory when it would started like that yeah like with your main character dying yeah well miramax um <clears throat> uh didn't force <laughs> kevin kevin to uh cut it out but they were pretty relieved when he did because it didn't really fit with the tone of the movie cool. and stuff. And um, it's a far better ending for him to just throw it and play your clothes. Yeah. Um, and the, but the ending it has been released on DVD extras it's over on the years. The, I have the Clutch X DVD, mm-hmm. which oh, also has too. the great... Yeah. yeah. That, it's 15 anniversaries. It's on there. 10th anniversary. Yeah. yeah. But it's also, you, if you want, you can find it on YouTube <laughs> as well. Um. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty wild. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I think he he also like he was sort of going in that whole I think Spike Lee territory. He was very much influenced by Do the Right Thing, and uh, gotta have you know just felt like you know you could have this really dark ending to a film, but yeah. it would have been an it's interesting ending. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it would have killed killed the rest. I mean, from there. Kevin moves on to Mallrats, right? And I like Mallrats. You like Mallrats? Mallrats is great. I used to really, <laughs> I used to really like Mallrats a lot when I first saw it, but I think I, re- I recently rewatched it the other night, and I just it wasn't, it didn't sit as well with me. There's still some great elements to it, like Brody is a great character. Brody is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think just some of it was just kind of like, eh, for me. <laughs> no. Um, I just, yeah, that was the first one. My bro- my brother showed me all the movies. Mm-hmm. That was the first one. And that's the one I got most attached to just because I was a young as a kid who liked comics. So just, I, I gravitated towards that one. But what else are some of your favorite films of Kevin Smith? Uh, it's been a, a few years since I watched it, but I remember watching Red State Yeah. without knowing that this was Kevin Smith. And I was like, man, because I, I was younger, it was quite a few years ago and I was like man I, Red State is sick I love this film cool, and then I was like wait a minute he did Clerks which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite films ever like how is that because it's such different films and it's oh man it's so creepy and there's just guns and every like it's it's so cool yeah. uh, have you both seen it yeah yeah I love mm-hmm. Red State I'm yeah. one of those Red State apologists like I feel like a lot of people don't really like it a lot. Oh, I like I it. There's it. a lot of talking in it, but I like it. Yeah. That's my only thing with it. The guy in it, what's his name? From shit. He's in a bunch of Tarantino. Michael Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, like the Reverend or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. He, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing is with Kevin Smith's films that like you have people who are going to either really love like the old, the old stuff and then not really like the newer stuff as much. Or there's people who are just like, I don't know, like the, a lot of the weirder, newer stuff or the things that are different that aren't really view skew mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Because there's a difference. You have the view skew universe, which all those sort of films that are a little bit more cartoony kind of play. Yeah, yeah. all play they in. fit in the same world. Yeah, they fit in that world. And then there's that other world of just, <laughs> I don't know, like just weird horror movies. random weird horror movies. But yeah. that's a good point he made during his um, Q&A. Yeah. Where people were like, Jay and Bob Reber got kind of a lot of shit for just mm. um, just for being, you know, him going back to the world, that sort of thing. Right? Yeah. And he was like, well, I can't fucking win with these people, right? Because it's like, I, you don't know, like the old movies, and then I spend years making these weird, completely original, uh, you know, horror films in Canada. Yeah. And people are like, well, fuck those too. And then it's like no fuck you do, <laughs> just do old stuff and then he does old stuff he's like no 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 just do new stuff yeah yeah and yeah. it's hard so the only person he needs to appease is himself yeah yeah you can't please all the other people and it doesn't matter is, like yeah. I don't like all of his movies but I like yeah. him I like yeah. him as a person I listen to the podcast That's... and I like who he is and what he represents and his legacy like Caroline was saying it's just that he gets people to want to make movies and that's yeah. fucking great yeah, that's my exact sort of feeling of them. Like, because, like I said, you know, going through, like, Clerks still holds the fuck up. Like, oh, it yeah. still holds up so well. Um, but, like, going through, like, some of the older films that I hadn't seen in a long time, like Morats and Dogma holds up. Dogma, yeah. I need to rewatch that again. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I wanted to watch it before I did this. But, like, Clerks 2, I mean, that's 2006. I hadn't seen that since maybe 2008 or something like that. I don't know, like uh, last time I watched it. And I remember loving it back in the day, but like it just didn't hold up as well as I remember. But there's certain elements that do. Like I the absolutely... Show. Yeah, the donkey That's one of the yeah. funniest things. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the young dude's name? Um, Elias. Elias, yeah. yeah. Elias, that character, I think that's Great. my favorite thing about Clerks 2 is just that character. Yeah. The whole element with him and Don, oh, sorry, him and Randall, uh, such a f- hilarious sort of relationship. Um, 
that I mean the whole scene like I still think that's one of the best things Kevin Smith's ever done is the whole scene with the guy who comes up and he uh, orders something and you know Elias is just sitting there kind of like one ring oh no. <laughs> he ordered an onion ring yeah and yeah whole yeah and that then was... they just start geeking out and then and it's star wars yeah. first and lord of the rings it's and so he makes good. him puke yeah yeah this is the whole lord of the rings yeah. trilogy like it's so good three people uh, yeah <laughs> fucking three movies about people walking even the fucking trees walked in that movie <laughs> yeah. i think that's like one of my favorite things i've seen like in a film it's really funny um i don't know why i find that scene so goddamn funny think- but it's great and that's taken straight from one of his Q and A's. I think because uh, he had like a short series evening with Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. And the second one is in London, um, and someone asked him about Lord of the Rings, and he did that whole bit <laughs> where he just walks and he drops the ring on the yeah. floor, and then. But that was years before Clark mm-hmm. too. So I don't know if he was writing it or if he was like, "That's yeah, really funny. I could put that in there." <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that's good. And that's in, yeah. in that Clark's one is a good movie about being in your twenties. Mm-hmm. Two is a good movie about being in your thirties. Yeah, and now looking, oddly enough, yeah. I think Clark Three will be the same thing. Yeah, being in the forties, but Jay and Bobby Boo kind of did that as well. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you didn't really get to see what Dante and Randall are up to nowadays. So I'm kind of no, curious. Hopefully, it's like too. great. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. And then you know, he's doing a new Mallrats film as well. I'm down. I'm fucking um, down for it, man. <laughs> see what's going on with that. And then there's also Chase and Amy. That's like another one that I I loved a lot when I was younger. And I've struggled with a little bit in rewatches, and it's every time I try to rewatch it, like I haven't been able to get through it. Um, but it's it's still like an interesting sort of film, an interesting concept and stuff. Um, do you like Chasing Amy? Have you seen? Yeah, it? Do you I like do. It? I I I. It's it's one of those films where I'm like, I don't know what to watch. Eh, let's just watch Chasing Amy again <laughs> or Clarks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it. It does have. I do have issues with it. It's not like, oh, it's just perfect. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those films. I, I cannot have give an example. Like, but one thing happens. Or someone says something. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that was, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> um, yeah. I think so. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, yeah. But I'm usually a defender of it when people, uh, when we're talking about it. No, I, but I'm not sure. I remember not liking it as a kid. Cause it's not for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, where like Moritz and Jay and Final Buff Jack Black play to kids. Yeah, like, you can still enjoy it even if you're not really understanding language. It's very colorful and people running around. But Chasing Amy is like really sort of a serious movie. About yeah, relationship. Um, but I've enjoyed it more the older I've gotten and experienced stuff like that, and I've appreciated it more. But I also appreciate the fact that it's quite outdated and it's mm. maybe its terminology and its sort of thought patterns and way of thinking. Mm. And it's just, there's certain things you're like, why don't they just say, like, she's bisexual? Things like that. Yeah, yeah. In it. But um, I think for the time, I think it's fucking incredibly progressive. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think he says anything vicious about it. I think it's yeah. genuinely him trying to explore himself and his relationship. I think that's sort of maybe the secret sauce to Kevin Smith's films, maybe, is just that, like, it's going to be... Ben Affleck. It's Ben Affleck, yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be like elements to his films that are either going to like be really deep and serious and stuff that anyone can sort of relate to, especially when they're older. Mallrats, I think for me, might have had that sort of vibe where it had those elements to it, but it was a little bit more colorful and all over the place. 
than like Clerks a, was than or woman than Chasing Amy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a really silly film. Maybe that's why I was just kind of like, eh. Chasing Amy, like like you said, I mean, there's probably some... I mean, that's the thing with, I think, Kevin Smith's films is that, like, you know, there's going to be those elements that just haven't dated well, like, in modern times. But it's nice to see, like we were saying earlier, like Jay and Silent Bob reboot, that he's changing a little bit as well. Um, but also, um, like, in reboot, it... There's so many references to his older films. Like yeah. With if if you like Chasing Amy and you would like to see what how they are now, then yeah. watch reboot because you literally yeah, I love that bit. Me too. I was like, yeah. wow. I think that's my favorite bit of the movie. Also, I think yeah. that whole bit with Ben Affleck is just so nice as well, just because they had that whole like <sighs> reconciliation, so you know, which was nice to hear him talk about as well. Um, Oh, I love Netflix. that bit. I remember yeah. we like looked at each other when it happened. When they're running around the convention, and mm-hmm. then he, it's like he's running through his old movie, and they yeah, yeah. They, they stumble upon a clerk panel. Yeah, yes, and it's black and white. white. <laughs> I love that because so they see yeah. them in colors and they're black and white, and then they go back and they're like, "Whoa, now they're black and white. Exactly. They're back." Oh man, I just loved it. Yeah. It's so sick. <laughs> we already talked about Red State a little bit. I absolutely love Red State. I think Red yeah. State's great. Um, I think good. it's really fun. The ending's crazy. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, but there's that sort of period after you get past like Dogma and, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where he kind of gets into some, doing some <laughs> different things. He stepped away from the yeah. rescue movie and they're hitting this. Yeah. But there's um, some I still really like. I actually, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like Jersey Girl. I, I love. Like I love a good uh I think genuinely rom-com. good movie. I think he got. i never yeah, seen it. I think he got kind of it. unfairly dismissed because of. That was like, you know, it was the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez thing yeah. around it. Yeah. It's clearly overshadowed movie. But again, the really sweet movie about a single dad just trying to make his way. And George yeah. fucking George, George Carlin. Carlin. It. Yeah, it's great. I like it. Yeah, I don't I I thought it was great when I saw it. I need to see it again. Mm-hmm. But you know, um I thought it was like yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Also, um what's her face? Is it Liv uh, Tyler? Liv Tyler, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Liv Tyler yeah. a lot. Yeah. So where'd she go? <laughs> I don't know. Just turned into her dad. Zach <laughs> <laughs> and Mary. Zach and Mary. Zach and Mary make a porno. I, I, like, yeah. I really like Zach. I really funny. enjoy. I got That's a funny, funny story about Zach and Mary. So, oh. yeah, I get some water for this. <laughs> All right. So, um, 2008, Barack Obama gets elected president of the United States, right? All right. Where's this going? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. So, election night, 2008, leading into. That whole Barack Obama first, his first term, I'd been really invested. It was my first time being able to vote as an adult. And I was just like, you know, getting invested into the politics of the time. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Election night comes. I was like, all right, I voted and I'm fucking tired. And I just want to like zone the fuck out. And I tried to get people to go with me. No one would go with me. But I went to go see Zach and Mary make a porno by myself. <laughs> and uh, I was the only person in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, great, though. <laughs> like, it was incredibly awkward like, because someone came in to check the screen. And I'm just sitting there. And it's just like, you know, it's just <laughs> like Jason Mewes. Like having sex with like a porn I think star. a legitimate porn star. Yeah, yeah. Uh was oh, it Katie no. Morgan or something? Yeah. 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 Oh, is it the bit where Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't yeah, I mean it was probably that scene. Spoilage. Yeah, yeah. It was probably that scene. But uh but yeah, Jesus Christ, that was like 
it was just so incredibly awkward. I'm just sitting there and just like, Hello. Uh, that's like, that's yeah. like when you'd watch movie like in your bedroom with the kid. And your mom would walk in to like fold yeah. you, like put the clothes in the drawer, and she'd like, "Should you be watching this?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like trying, definitely trying to fast forward the DVD. Your parents always yeah. come in. There's just appears a sex scene. Yeah, like, and you're like I'm not. I'm watching just... Eight Mile. Like, where did that come yeah. from? <laughs> Um, yeah. I have the same story about Cop Out. Have you seen Cop, Cop Out? Out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cop Out, I don't, I quite like it as well. It's not, it's not great. I, I, really I need to see it, it again. I've only seen it once but, and I don't remember what I really thought of it. I don't remember thinking it was as bad as like it was being made out to be, but. No, it's a classic like yeah. body comedy, like yeah. uh, Lethal Weapon. But I was in America, I think, you know, 2010. I was in, you help me, because I was in America for WrestleMania. Okay. Which one was 2010? 26 or 25? 20, maybe 25. Was it the one Daniel Bryan won? No, that was 30. Oh, that was 30. 25, 26, and Sean Taker. Oh, Sean Taker. Oh, so that was like down in Dallas? Was Houston. it in Texas or Houston? It was Houston. Um, and I, we were with my brother, and we had nothing to do all day. And same exact thing early in the morning. And like we're like let's go see a movie oh that looked good that looked fine that, i think that's kevin smith will go watch it and we're the only people <laughs> in the whole cinema yeah. and i've only had that happen like a few times but yeah because of that i'm like oh this is gonna suck but actually really good yeah no i i totally enjoyed myself yeah. for zach and mary i mean by myself um <laughs> and i've seen it a few times since and i think it's still great i did i don't know that was around that time though it's like judd apatow crew of like the thing. you know Seth Rogen's like whole rise and everything and uh yeah I mean it just like it was it fit really nicely into what he was doing at the time mm-hmm. um it's not your typical sort of Kevin Smith film it's almost like if Judd Apatow and Kevin Smith had a baby and then that's what they created it's and strange it's, it's him so trying cool. to make a Judd Apatow movie yeah yeah but like one where he crushes the line yeah yeah like you know he um like the joke I'm not gonna say there's a particularly dirty joke that yeah. I don't think Judd Apatow would ever yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I really liked it. Cop Out, I need to see again, but thankfully with Cop Out, you get some really amazing stuff with the whole uh, Bruce Willis um, the story, and Kevin Smith yeah. relationship and stuff, which is hilarious. So, I mean, you know, that's still going today where Kevin Smith will still talk about <laughs> Bruce Willis and, you know, uh, they famously didn't really get on. and uh there's some really amazing stories um but i mean that kind of leads us into like you know what he's kind of doing nowadays like you know he's he did tusk in 2014 yoga hosers in 2016 have you seen tusk i have seen tusk yeah do you like i've not seen it um i i liked it i I remember uh watching it when like years ago as it came out, I watched it at home on my computer and I was like, oh yeah, it's Kevin Smith. I, mm-hmm. I like Kevin Smith. But then I read about it. I was like, okay, Tusk. I, I get it now because I didn't know what it meant back yeah. then. And then I Fleetwood I watched Mac it and I was like, this is this is weird. This is really, <laughs> really weird. Uh, and I yeah. never really, I mean, I in the end I was like, oh, well, all right. That was it amazing. made me feel uncomfortable yeah, and now yeah. I am uh, I'm feeling weird about myself, but it's, I don't know <laughs> how to explain it because it was such a weird experience. It's not that I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't 
like it either. It's just like I just accept it. it kind I would of a like to see it. To watch, yeah. yeah, but like I would like to see it again. Actually, uh, <laughs> how how can you make a film where the the, the plot is um, a one guy turns another guy into, into a, a walrus? Like, yeah. how do you sell that? First yeah. of all, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm just wondering but, if it would like red state. It's not, <laughs> but it's quite no. dark. Like Red State is dark, Tusk is quite dark too. But it's it's really silly though. It, yeah. But yeah, yeah, but it has that silliness, even though yeah. it, it it the look of it is creepy as fuck. Yeah. But it's it's really silly. Yeah, can I know the story? Because again, I was listening to Smudcast at the time. Yeah, it came from a uh, Craigslist ad or something like that. Gumpster. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, which turned out to be fake yeah. anyway, but he loved the idea so much that he yeah. came into a movie. Um, but I've just never got around to it. Wasn't it like a guy in Brighton or something? Exactly. And the guy in Brighton saying, like, I live in this yeah. giant mansion. You can come stay with me free, but once a, once a week or something, you have to pretend to be a walrus. <laughs> and they were just like, isn't that insane? Yeah. But it was that a joke anyway. Insane. I mean, that's just I stuff people who smoke exactly. a lot of weed think is... Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's make a movie about <laughs> this, bro. No, no, no. Wait, 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 bro. <laughs> what if? Wait, bro. Yeah. So I mean, I uh, Tusk is crazy, but Yoga Hosers, I actually saw here at the cinema. We disagree when, on this one. Yeah. When uh, Kevin was here with Harley Quinn, uh, and I think I think Yoga Hosers is super fun. I think it's like a really silly like. B movie like a B horror movie like critters or something like that like or ghoulies or you know like it's so fucking funny I think it's destined to become that which is the only reason I I kind of like it with like I can imagine like teenage girls like years from now looking around on Netflix and being like what the fuck is this yeah about two Dean girls (laughs) to work in a fucking supermarket who fight off little Nazi sausages with hockey sticks and they're like this is the movie for me yeah yeah and I love that I mean it's kind of setting his own daughter up to be like you know the next clerks you know and like she, which is great is fucking really good in jay and bob yeah people. yeah yeah like she's yeah. a really good actor yeah like she's supr- it really surprised me just could I've, I've only ever really seen her in like yeah yoga hosen yeah where she's sort of once upon a time in hollywood and once upon a time which she's good in but yeah. Yeah, she doesn't say much i like how on the nose some of the jokes were where she's just like oh like kevin smith all that yeah. fucking guy always just yeah. puts his stupid daughter <laughs> in his films yeah that's funny <laughs> <laughs> Yoga Hosers, I was a, I rewatched it the other day and <laughs> as I was halfway through it, I was like, Why of all the films did you choose to rewatch this one? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, close. Sorry like, yeah. about that. I don't know. I just ah. I you know, I wanna I tried. Um, yeah. I'm not big with that one. Yeah, I'm not big with I want to. I want to feel feel better about like my opinions of Mallrats recently, but I did kind of think to myself why I didn't. I just watch Dogma instead yeah. when I rewatched yeah. Mallrats. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it, I think the th- good thing about Kevin Smith is that we're deci- we're figuring out here that we're having this little discussion is that like not everything is for everyone, and yeah. that like we all have sort of different eras of his stuff that we like, or maybe we like one thing and another person doesn't like it but they like this and we don't like that or whatever so i mean it's sort of like a nice mix and i think we can all agree though that um i think one of the best things about him is his uh just speaking like Mm -hmm. his i could listen to him for hours his evening with we did that's basically (laughs) what i became a big fan of his me too i that got me into yeah like i i 
I did like his films and stuff when I was younger. And I like, you know, it's like when I was 14, 15 years old, that's when I started discovering film and stuff with my friends. We would just sit around skateboard all day and then go watch some bullshit, you know, film or something. And uh, Kevin Smith was one of those people where I'd watch like Clerks and, uh, you know, Mall Rats and all that early on. But then, you know, when you get older, you start to like think about those things and don't really sit. It doesn't sit the same because you're older. You but yeah. him as a person, like, is so fucking inspiring. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things about when he comes here to the Prince Charles. It's so amazing. It doesn't matter if you like the film. That Like, that was the thing with Yoga Hosers as well. It's like maybe half the audience didn't care about it. But, like, just to hear him talk is always amazing. And there's, whenever he comes here, like, they are the same. Like, in my head, I can picture, like, ten people I always see when he's here. Yeah. Like, yeah. big fans. Like, yeah. they're... Like there's this one guy who's every time I see him, he's he looks like looks Kevin like Smith. Him. He has he's modeled his life after him. Completely. Like he looks exactly like Kevin Smith in Clerks. And it's yeah. just funny that like he has such a big fan base and and followers, you know, like yeah. people yeah. not many other directors have love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a cult around him, which is pretty amazing. I mean, like he is a cult film director, really. Mm. I mean, who's somehow managed to like sneak into the mainstream every so often. And he you know? gets big names too. Yeah. Like working with him, like it's it's really big people. So it's not like he's not a, a nobody, you yeah. know, who just like people really they they love him. Hollywood. I think it's him and the he's person Hollywood. as well. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, like Jay and Bob Reboot had loads of cameos, not even some people from his old movies, but some new people yeah. the fucking stores in it. Chris Hamper yeah. showed up yeah. for a bit. And then loads like that. Um, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho fucking <laughs> showed up at the KKK member. Yeah. Um, you know, Tommy Chong. Loads of people like that. Yeah. And it's just cool to me. Yeah, and it was also cool how he's sort of... You, you brought up Tommy Chong that like Jay and Silent Bob really have just become like, you know, legends of, of yeah. stoner lore. You then know, the, like... Yeah, Cheech and Chong, Jay and Bob, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Like that. Howard and Kumar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Harold and Kumar definitely belong. Yeah. <laughs> like Bill and Ted, I'm not, I'm not for sure. They are a stoner duo, but they never, they never you, smoke weed. They never smoke weed, but yeah. that's the implication. Yeah, they're, they're always fried. They're definitely, yeah, always <laughs> fried, deep but fried. They, but Kevin Smith is 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 like he's someone. Even though some of the films, I'm not like like Yoga Hoses, for example. I'm not the biggest fan. But all in all, he will always be a director where I'm like, I can kind of watch his films whenever I'm happy or I'm sad or what's... And Clerks will always... I, I Is and will always be one of my favorite films because yeah. it's just... It's so great. It's, yeah. I think it got put into the inspiring. Library of yeah. Congress, right? Yeah, it did. Uh, it was one of 25 films in 2019, which is 25th anniversary, 25 films. Uh Interest hey. coincidence, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was one of 25 films to be added to the Library of Congress National Film Registry for culturally, culturally, cultural significance. Um, so yeah, it's great. Congratulations to Kevin Smith and Clerks for that. That's amazing. It's definitely, I mean, it is totally deserved because, like, I was going to say that, like, he sort of trans transcends, you know, just your average filmmaker. Just like um, because of what he gives to just young filmmakers and young people in general, like who he can just inspire them so much. I think that's like what I love about hearing him talk is evening whiffs. You can 
literally just sit there and watch him talk for like three hours and he's only answered one question mm -hmm. yeah. because he just gets so passionate and he's able to just kind of go and go and go. And uh, he's such a professional at it. And, um, you know, for people who do podcasts, people who like, yeah. you know, do anything, music, whatever. I mean, Kevin Smith's kind of there is just someone who's just like in that niche. He can inspire you to kind of do anything. And it's nice to see a director who's that way, who will inspire young people to kind of like be like, hey, dude, I fucking max out credit cards. You know, I, bank I gambled on myself. And that's sometimes what you need to do in order to like get anywhere. It's just take a fucking gamble, you know? And he's just a fucking nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. super cool. He's yeah. so Very giving. When I was, when he was here last time and I was outside with some people who work here and uh, this, <laughs> Cecilia yeah. had a white cap and I, I have long brown hair and uh, I had this like big, big black long coat on. And she was like, wait, put on, put on this cap. So, you know, so you, so you look like Silent Bob. And I was like, okay, I can, <laughs> I can do it now, but I have to go back into it. But yeah, let's just do it, you know. And I took my hair down and I turned the cap backwards and I stood there and literally maybe stood wearing that for don't, not even five minutes. And I see a guy, because we had three of the screenings of, of Reboot and the, with Q&A, and I see someone walking towards the cinema from Leicester Square and I was like, man, that's so funny how many lookalikes there are tonight. <laughs> and as he came close, I was like, wait a minute, that is Kevin Smith. And he just, he looked at me all the way up. And as he walks past me, he's like, it's like looking in the mirror. <laughs> and then he just went around <laughs> to do the Q&A, yeah, I think. That's so funny. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... He is super nice. I mean, I guess like maybe that's a good time to get into the th the the thing that everyone really probably wants to hear is uh, we got an interview with Kevin Smith while he was yeah. in town, and he was super nice. I literally went up to him, uh, just hope. Well, it's funny because I had like stuff set up in my office, and I was trying to wrangle him up happen, there. It was yeah. never going to happen. I was saying, just yeah, grab just him go, with your phone. Yeah, go with your phone. So I just uh, I just jumped in and did it, and I was just like just like two minutes and he's like yeah sure and just ended up talking to me for 17 minutes yeah so uh i'm just gonna piece that in here and you can uh you can hear a little bit of a funny thing that i ask him which ends up deviating into the majority of yeah. the conversation but that we nobody had. else knocked him there, yeah so, so um like yeah get ready sit back relax uh, for this interview of Kevin Smith, unedited. I'm not going to edit it because I listened back to it not too long ago, and it's like it's fine. I'm not going to edit it I, at all. I think I jump in at the end. Yeah, telling you got to like wrap yeah, up, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you make you make an appearance. Yeah, uh, yeah. So sit back, relax, enjoy that, and come back because I got a fun little quiz to see us off. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Foster here, and I'm with a special guest. Oh my, who is it? It is. It's me, man. It's Kevin Smith, and we're doing a podcast. I've never done one of these before. Yeah, I've yeah. Heard about them. Yeah. Sounds fun, and I'm ready to try my first. We're in the back hallway or the urine staircase, if yeah, you will, it's the urine staircase. at the PCC, the Prince Charles Theater. Um, what is the? What do you think it is? Just people like up top taking a leak, and it trickles down. Why does it smell yeah. like piss here? Yeah, I mean it's uh, less like uh, Lyle Street. Yeah. yeah. So it's a. Uh, 
Hobo paradise. It seems like a corner where people are like, I'm going to take a leak in this corner, and then that's what happens all the way. But, Thea, don't let that put you off, kids. You're never back here, right? Nobody comes back here. Yeah, no one comes this is only when you're, like, no, about to jump on stage. Yeah, we're like, we don't like you. Go up the piss fucking staircase. Um, the Prince Charles, anybody listening to this podcast, I'm sure is well familiar with this place, man. It's a magical fucking place. And this tonight was my 10th visit to this place. Yeah, I believe I got a cake for that. Yeah, you're about to do your 11th show. Is that right? So that was the 10th show. They're counting it every time you've been on our stage, I guess. Fair enough. So. It feels like, honestly, like I was like 10. I feel yeah. like I've been here longer than that, but yeah, perhaps yeah. not. What's the first show that do you, do you remember coming to? What's the first one? What a great question. Um, let you, me think. You guys hire us out. It was me, yeah. It was me standing on a stage doing Q&A. Because yeah. I remember I came in and the bar was Quentin. Yeah. Like it was yeah, all yeah. Quentin and shit. I was going to ask you the question... Well, you want to get to it? Oh, totally. It was the Quentin bar, man. Like, I walked in. I was like, oh, shit, man. They fucking love Quentin here. And everyone in England loves Quentin and stuff, so it makes sense. And so I was like, this is great, man. And I had done, at that point, I think, three sold-out shows here. At least two. So um, I was like, Quentin, so what, Quentin comes here all the time? And they're like, no. And I was like, has Quentin ever been here? They're like, no. And I was like... You fucking made a bar for this guy and he's never been here. I sold out this place three fucking times. I said, can I at least get a Kevin Smith Memorial glory hole in the bathroom and shit? <laughs> Next night I came back. They put up a sign, the Kevin Smith Memorial stall. Yeah. And fucking they took me in to show me it and it was beautiful. And ever since then, that was years ago, yeah. ever since then, periodically on Twitter, it's now women because it's now in the ladies' room because yeah. I guess the guys would steal it all the time and shit. Uh, but uh, periodically, uh, at least once a month, somebody will text me a photo of, like, you're staring at me while I piss. <laughs> it's very cool. Well, there you go, Cinecasters. That was how you got the Kevin Smith toilet. I guess none of the guys get to see it anymore, but you probably heard the legends. But um, It's there. Yeah. You can see it if you walk into the ladies' room. Yeah. Just make sure nobody's in there and shit. Yeah, but. yeah. Knock, definitely. Yeah, knock hard. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, unisex, you know. So that's oh, really? It could go both ways cool and shit. Here, yeah. Fair enough. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, um, I was going to ask you about that, but you, you, I, might, you I keep turning it the wrong way, like a dick. Oh, I think it's just because it's flipping around. Oh, that yeah, was. Yeah, so I was yeah. turning it the right way. You're good. You're good. You're fine. We'll edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> leave it on. Let them hear how technically proficient I am. I'm like, I think I'm holding it wrong. But no, it was so much fun seeing this new film tonight. Um, it's fun showing it to both audiences so far. We got one more screen tonight, and, and this is, I, you know, I had a feeling it would play very well in this place. We, we did BFI last night, and that was wonderful, but I could wait to be at the Prince Charles because I've been here so many times. Yeah. Well, there's one thing, even Phil, he's one of my co-hosts actually on the podcast Are here. Are you on the podcast yeah. as well? Fucking yeah. yeah. another podcast. Yeah. So um, one thing that we kind of actually like me and Phil um, is wrestling. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners not only like you, but they like wrestling. Yes. And you had the one Chris Jericho. On crazy. It's so crazy. I, I've met Chris a couple years ago um, doing a podcast. Yeah. He came to my house and did some podcast, and I think I did talk as Jericho and stuff. And I was not a wrestling person. You know, I knew it existed and stuff, and I knew he was in wrestling, but I wasn't very overly familiar with it and stuff like that. So at the end of the day... Um, I started pulling him into stuff I did. So, like, we had uh, this movie we were making called Kilroy was here, which hasn't yeah. come out yet, a student film we did in Sarasota with the kids from the Ringland College. So I said, you want to come and play, like, a 
like a fucking uh, homophobic, you know, a streamer, <laughs> like a guy called the Gator Chaser. And he was like, yeah, I'll come do that. And I only know him from the podcast where he's like this incredibly sweet Canadian kid where I'm like, oh, my God, like we have the, almost the same life, the same yeah. upbringing, the same common interests and shit. And, you know, whenever you talk about wrestling, he wouldn't talk about it much. So I, you know, I was just like, as far as I know, like, this is one of the good guys. Yeah. Like, oh, he must be like The Rock. Everybody loves this guy <laughs> and shit. So when I cast him in Kilroy as that character and I cast him in this movie as a clan member, I thought I was being very clever because I'm like, I'm taking this sweet Canadian kid and casting him as a bad guy. Ain't nobody <laughs> seen that before and shit. So then Chris joins AEW. Yeah. And AEW premieres in, on this, in the States, AEW on TNT. Yeah. It's the first night... And Chris is like, come out and stuff, and, and we'll do Jay and Bob stuff and whatnot. You can watch the rest. I said, oh, my God, absolutely. So we were in New York. We took a train to Washington, D.C. That's where they were doing it, I believe. Um, and they get us, like, front row seats. Like, And I've never been at a, I've been at a high school wrestling match. I've never been at this kind of wrestling <laughs> yeah. match. So we come in, and, like, fucking the crowd goes nuts. Like, like ah, chill. Like, it was kind of sweet. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a lot of crossover with our fan base here. And I yeah. probably knew that because for years I've been meeting people who are like into wrestling and stuff like that. So we sit down in the chairs and stuff and I'm watching it and fall in love with the process. Like I really was taken, taken aback and, and blown away by it all. I, I just had no idea. And I was like, and people kept saying like, you, your, your face looked like you were a fucking 10 year old kid. Like <laughs> yeah. you were just taking it all in. Like you yeah. couldn't believe it. Like they threw people out of the ring. They landed at our fucking feet. Yeah. And I'm like, look, I, we all know this is fake, but that had to hurt. Somebody help this fucking person and shit. So, he comes out and he's like the world's biggest dick. <laughs> like he's a bad guy. He's like, hey, I'm a champion and just like getting everybody's fucking grill. And I was like, oh, I'm not clever at all. I typecast this motherfucker and stuff. But there's a wonderful moment in this movie where it's funny, it happens every night. That when people who they've been in the other movies pop up, people applaud in the audience. So Chris hasn't been in the other movies, but they know Chris. The yeah. wrestling audience, he lifts up his hood and they go, holy shit. And they start applauding and then instantly stop because they realize I'm applauding a clan member. <laughs> yeah. It's the most awkward transition, man. It's really funny. Yeah. But yeah, he's amazing. I love that guy. And I've really become this kind of quasi wrestling fan because yeah, yeah. of it. Like he you brought me into it. Great time. I, I, yeah. I, honestly, I had a blast. And I told him, I was like, dude, I would go to this every week week like if, if yeah. you fucking bring me I fucking attend every week and then at one point I went one step further and I was like maybe me and Jay could get in the ring yeah, yeah. and he goes well he goes you know <laughs> like we're trying to do things a little more straighter than the WWE so yeah. I don't know how gimmicky we're gonna get it and then fucking over the last few weeks it's nothing but fucking gimmicks yeah. <laughs> so we might we're talking about maybe doing like a one-off or something yeah, like that it would be fucking fun man. <laughs> like so fucking fun I, I, I it's crazy it's one of those things where I'm like it took me 49 fucking years to really fucking get my face in this, but like, I loved it when it happened. I, I'm a big fan of at least AEW wrestling. Yeah. WWE, we were supposed to go to the following week, me and Jay. This. Yeah, this is, true. This is absolute yeah. truth. So uh, originally, um, you know, there's two organizations now. There's AEW and of course WWE is the master and they've been around forever and shit like that. So uh, when Chris was like, hey, come be on AEW on TNT, the publicists were like, ooh, we got an offer for you guys to be on WWE, on W, was it Raw or something, like Monday yeah, Night or Friday yeah, Night Raw, so, whatever yeah. it's called. Smackdown. 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 Yeah, it was a big Smackdown because Rock, The Rock was yeah. coming back and shit. Yeah. And they're like, they're going to have you dress up like Jay and Bob and do bits and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And they're like, but they have to go first. They don't want you doing AEW first. And I was like, well, I, 
Chris is my friend, and Chris asked me and stuff like that. And then publicists were like, yeah, but fucking SmackDown. Like, that gets 9 million <laughs> viewers, bro. And I was like, yeah, but, like, not for nothing, but this is our boy, and he's in the movie and shit. So we're going to do this. And they're like, you're going to lose WWE? And I was like, that's fine. Like, loyalty first and shit. And then WWE was like, all right, we'll go second. That's fine. And so we are like, well, fucking shit. We're going to have our cake and eat it, too. So then we went to AEW and fucking started doing the backstage bits and whatnot, and they feed them right into the fucking show and stuff. And during the AEW on TNT night, um, we trended. Jane, Saw, yeah, Bob, Kevin Smith. You broke the internet. It was the all internet. over. People were like these fuckers are watching wrestling, as if like that had never been done before. Yeah, Paul's not a wrestling fan, and he. Shout out, Paul. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was like, oh, he was on that wrestling thing. <laughs> yeah, it was just, we were both there and fucking eating it up and shit like that. So they put, they put us on a lot, you know, like we were featured quite a bit. And some of the bits were, you know, I was wearing this suit jacket. I wasn't dressed like Silent Bob, but I was being quiet and Jay was talking and shit. So for most people, they're not like, you got to be in a coat to be Silent Bob. If I'm wearing a hat, they're like, it's the guy with the hat and the beard, same thing. So those bits turned out to be kind of like, the WWE bits that I guess they wanted to do because after the, the night that it aired and after we were trending, I was like, holy shit. The next morning we got a phone call and they were just like, uh, WWE called and uh, they respectfully, you know, they're not being shitty or anything, but they're like, they can't have you on the show because yeah. you guys were like all over AEW. And I was like, fair enough, that's totally fine. And then I told Jericho and he was like, you guys are the first casualty of the wrestling wars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's sort of synonymous with your career, though, that you've sort of just been on the verge of the thing that's, like, not meant to be the big mainstream thing. It's like you're just doing, like, you know, the side thing. Yeah. Like the, but it's the cool thing. It's, like, what people... It's the... the you love. go for, the like, what you like. Like, really, it always came down to, like, I put comic books in the movie because I love comic yeah. books. I put hockey in the movie because I love hockey and shit. And I got lucky because culture gravitated toward the shit I like. Not, not because of me, but just because the comic book movies and shit like that. So all the shit that I was talking about and positioned talking about, people were like, oh, like, well, fucking, what do you think about yeah. Avengers? And I'm like, I, I mean, I love it. And I, but people are asking me questions about comic book movies and I never made one. And I become an authority with like, hey man, fucking, he knows. If nobody knows, if he don't know, nobody knows and shit like that. And that's only predicated on the fact that I've been talking about this shit for... 25 years because yeah. like in Mallrats there's Stan Lee and there's comic book culture and stuff so you get grandfathered in like I got to go on a ride and I did nothing to create that ride like <laughs> Kevin Feige he created the ride yeah. Kevin Smith he just carpet bagging along and shit like that it's only one important Kevin in this world the one that of Kevin that must be spared at all costs and that's Kevin fucking Feige and stuff so at the end of the day man I I I, I just did what I liked you know leaned into what I liked and mercifully didn't even see it coming, but the culture shifted toward all the shit that I liked. And so it was just nice. I've, it's weird. I've never, I probably have more credit than I deserve. Um, considering I've never spent time in the trenches. I don't know how to make a comic book movie. I've come close in terms of making Supergirl Flash episodes. But let's be honest. You shoot those in like fucking nine days. You shoot the Avengers over the course of fucking two years and stuff like that. And I only have enough patience and tolerance to do something like the CW shows. Because generally happens on day seven, I'm like, 
are we fucking still doing this? Like, this has got to be over by now, right? And shit. And you can't do that on those big movies. Some days on those big movies, you shoot like an eighth of a page if you're lucky and it's big action beat, but like all that's setting up. So I'm just too impatient for that kind of stuff. Plus, I ain't got the vision for that kind of stuff and whatnot. So I saw somebody at one point written an article where they're like, oh, Kevin Smith's kind of like Moses. He led everyone to the promised land, then he just sits outside and shit like that. And I was like, that's a pretty poetic diss, man. I really like that and shit. But mercifully, the things I liked, other people started liking. Wrestling, I was incredibly late on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wrestling has been a thing forever. And yeah. I was always like, oh, that's that thing they do over there. But now, being tight with Chris and then going to AEW, we did kind of get on the ground floor on a new organization yeah. and shit like that, which was kind of dope. Like, we were there for the beginning. And so now we could comfortably re-enter that world without people being like, yeah, you fucking posers, carpetbaggers, fucking users or whatever the fuck. Like... People seem to know now that we got a relationship with Chris, so it would make sense if we were in there. And I'll be honest with you, it would be fun to fucking play the parts. Like, that's the thing that killed me. I'm like, I know this guy. He's not bad at all. He's a cute Canadian kid, but he's up there being like, I'm Le Champion. Shut up, you dicks. And I'm like, holy shit. He's a drill sergeant for a living. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it works really nicely, like, um, with what you do and I think it's just it fits in perfectly it's like the style of films that you've made through the years and they started in the 90s and it built up and that whole wrestling boom in the 90s was huge where Jericho got famous yeah, and yeah. it's getting another boom and it's a new company it really it's is and and it's, I, it's so perfectly. fun because like it seems I don't know much you know I can't claim to be a wrestling expert but just from my like vantage point and I'm now paying more attention than I ever yeah. did I think they lit shit up. Like, yeah, AEW yeah. launched in a big, bad way. Like, a lot of people were like, you can't fucking face off against WWE. And they're like, we're not going to. We're going to build yeah. our own thing over here. And I see it constantly on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So it feels like it is breaking something huge right now. And it's nice to be allied with it in any small way, shape, or form and stuff. Maybe to the point where I can get in the ring at one point. <laughs> that would be amazing. But then I look at Chris, and, like, Chris will take his shirt off and shit. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'd have to be wearing one of those, like, fucking old-timey wrestling suits, the full body suit yeah, and shit yeah, like that. Do they? Wear t-shirts and stuff, yeah. I mean, yeah, I might need to wear the long coat. I mean, honestly, if we're going to get in the ring, we should get in the ring as Jay and Silent yeah, Bob. Yeah, that way I'm wearing as much clothes as possible. And they could use the coat to choke me out. The full gimmick, I mean, they'll, I mean... Gimmick? This shit's real, son. What we saw is real. <laughs> Sorry, I'm using... That's what I love about it, too. It's so adjacent to comic books. Yeah. Like, for years, people said that. They're like, I don't get why you're not into wrestling, man. Like, you love comic books. I'm like, they're not the same thing and then when I'm in the room I'm like this is the fucking same yeah, thing yeah. he's a good guy he's a bad guy they're building a storyline and an arc and it's only like I dread it but it seems like it's only a matter of time before they take the belt away from Chris like yeah. it goes to Cody Rhodes or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. and my heart's gonna be broken because he's <laughs> such a great asshole yeah, yeah, like yeah. carrying around the belt and shit like that but he's nothing like that he's like yeah. a real sweet dude yeah. Well, I appreciate it so much you taking. I know you how much time you've got to go soon, but um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We are uh, we're about to start the third show here at the Prince Charles Cinema, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Starting at what time? Uh, Ten minutes ago. <laughs> we're that late. <laughs> um, this will uh, we'll probably be Q and A at three in the morning, two thirty, three in the morning or something. So it's going to be a long fucking night, man. But it's always a good night. 
here at the Prince Charles. If you've never been, well, the fuck are you listening to this podcast for? <laughs> um, but if you've never been, you're listening to this podcast from afar, make the trek, man. It's worth it. They do amazing special things here. If I fucking lived here, I would be here all the time. And not just doing shows, going to shows. They do a lot of cool fucking programming here, man. It's, this is the kind of theater that should win some sort of screen award, man. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> Thanks, kids. Uh, thanks so much, Kevin. Pleasure. We're happy you're healthy and everything. One last question. If you had to choose a popcorn, sweet, salted, or mixed. It's a very British-style popcorn, but I know. But it's vegan here at the French Charles Cinema. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, fucking good to know. Uh, I would hands... Ooh, that's we good. ask all the, all the guests. Sweet, salted, or mixed. I mean, I, I, there's, the, there's this chip in the States right now that's like... Uh, kettle corn chips like yeah. they're square chips or triangle chips but they salty on one side sweet on the other mixed mixed that's a that's however a <laughs> however if i eat too many of those i put on the weight so yeah. i go salty salty yeah. all right salt gang i mean that's where i'm at yeah, um fuck yeah. you're salt gang my old salt co-host gang. All salt the way. Gang. yeah cool i didn't it's know there was a gang but i want to be jumped into yeah. Yeah. You want to be jumped in the saw game? In the well, saw game? We'll meet you yeah. in the pissy stairway. <laughs> That's where it happens. After the intro. Here we get beat down like you're in probationary. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving from one American to another. Thank you. Thanks I know. So Look much. at us expats <laughs> not fucking giving thanks for nothing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like Last time I did a quiz, I was like, have you even seen Ghost World, uh, Caroline? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back here. We're back here. Caroline is not too uh, happy to <laughs> be doing this quiz. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview, and hopefully, hopefully, you've stuck around. Um, this is the fun part. I will say that, uh, yeah, this has been kind of a funny, weird record. I always say that after I record things, and then I always edit them back down, and I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't want anyone to listen to this thinking, oh, this is all we're getting. Like, it's mostly clerk stuff. But it's been 25 years of clerks. We don't have all day. I think we did a good and, pretty. You we know, hit a lot of movies. We hit a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and you could go on and on. And Clutch yeah. is the film we sh- I would say we show the most of it. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. When we get when we get some more Kevin Smith stuff in the program, if anyone wants to talk about it or or if we got nothing else we got going, we can just we can jump right on and yeah. we'll talk about it. We'll do do more. We'll do more. Because Kevin Smith gives a lot to us and we love him at the Prince Charles Cinema. Mm-hmm. We just want to thank him so much for taking that time to uh to have a little conversation with us and stuff, which was amazing. He's such a, a giving guy. As I said, he really likes to help people out, and uh, he's super, super nice. It was super fun talking to him. Uh, but yeah, let's get into a little bit of uh, quiz, Kevin Smith quiz, to uh, to to see this thing out. All right. Um, so I've got five questions here. Unfortunately, Phil already answered one of the goddamn questions. <laughs> so he's already got an edge up. But um, Caroline, if you remember what he said, I'll let you have first no! answer. So how I'm going to do this is after this first question, you guys, you guys, just whoever, I don't know, put your hand up or smack the table or whatever. I don't know. How, how should we do it? How should we put a hand yeah, up? Again. Hand. All right. Whoever puts their hand whoever up first, the I'll, mic on the I'll floor. <laughs> put your hand up first and I'll ask, but I'm going to allow Caroline to see if she remembers this. And she can have one extra point of, ahead of Phil. Oh, uh, what the fuck? Let's right? just, let's go. Uh, sorry, what low-budget indie film did a young Kev- Kevin Smith credit to inspire him to make Clerks? Do you remember what Phil had already said earlier? Did Phil say that? Shit. He said what film it was. So what low-budget indie film did a young Kevin Smith credit to inspire him to make Clerks? 
Oh my god, I did not hear that. Sorry. Phil's gonna... I think I said it in passing. Yeah, you did. Alright. I'm gonna give you one more. Another black and white. Before we. Early night. You've probably seen no, it as well. No, no, no. While we were talking. While we were talking. During this episode, Phil's already said Shit. it. Oh no. Now I'm getting quizzed in my own. <laughs> in my own goddamn house. <laughs> yeah. My... This is my house. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying. Uh, I don't remember. Sorry, I don't. Alright. Phil? Slacker. Shit. Slacker. Right. Oh, slack? That's not black and white. Oh, they're not black and white? No. Sorry. I tried Sorry. to give you a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I threw you off. <laughs> I like Slacker. I know you said that Fair now. Actually. All right, I so remember. one point, Phil. I mean, <laughs> I already answered it. That can be like a no point. Okay. It's a minus for me. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. All right, so here we go. We, let's get to the real quiz because now we're into questions that have not been brought up. All right. <laughs> what famous film franchise did Kevin pitch for a fifth sequel for? Stumped them. Stumped the buffs. Um. I can't think of four film franchises. I can, but not. We've talked about this film a lot on the podcast before. Um, episodes you guys wouldn't have been on, but you probably heard them maybe. Um, it is a bit of a horror film, but it's kind of like transcends horror into just straight up classic with a very famous director. Um, but he's only directed one of the films. The very first one. No. Scream? No. Oh, I have no idea. Wes Craven directed all of those. He did all of them. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, don't know, I can think of stuff he'd like worked on, like Fletch and stuff. But I was like, yeah. that would only had like two movies. Um, uh, and yeah. also, like to be honest, Mallrats has a link to this film. Think about the characters from Mallrats, the names of the two main characters, one of which. Already said. Oh. What you got it? You got it. Jaws. Jaws. That's correct. Oh, Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. Is that? Is that what him? Is, is that, that what you mean? That? No. Well, he pitched a uh, he the idea pitch a Jaws of five? a Jaws five. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> ah. Where Jaws five? Jaws five would take place on land. In inland on modern day Amity Island, where the fl- a flood comes and <laughs> or, or like you know sort of like a tsunami or something comes and Jaws is in in the city he's like on lake and, and it's down. underwater like the city's oh. underwater but he's he's there and you have to fight him off in in the city while it's underwater <laughs> that's actually sounds pretty good it sounds sort of like Sharknado yeah <laughs> like day after tomorrow yeah, I meet Sharknado alright again you guys are ruining things but um, the True North trilogy consists of Tusk Yoga Hosers and what planned unreleased sequel first first one to you just said it. Wait, what was the... <laughs> the True Jaws. North trilogy. Yeah, Moose oh, Jaws. Yeah. Okay, cool. True North. All right, so two for Phil, one for Caroline. And Phil's being really nice by just pointing well, over. George didn't really count. You gave that to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what legendary horror franchise did Bob Weinstein pitch to Kevin to direct a film that would pit his classic characters against Jay and Silent Bob? So, you know, there's... Uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein and stuff like that. Well, there's a classic horror franchise that we showed not too long ago, actually, like the uh, last couple of years, um, but the first film. Uh, but it has multiple sequels, like a lot of those shitty 80s horror films do. Um, and yeah, it would have pitted those characters versus Kevin Smith's Jay and Silent Bob. I have, I have no idea. Uh, 
Freddy and Jason. <laughs> Evil Dead? No. That'd be great, though. That would be yeah. a Similar, though, if you think about the kind of like weird demonic creatures that are in uh, Evil Dead. Listeners oh, are like home, a Dawn of the Dead like... thing? <laughs> uh, I have no idea, man. Hellraiser. Oh. Yeah, apparently it's a Weinstein property, Miramax property, so Bob Weinstein. Uh, yeah. a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with yeah, the Weinstein? That, that's not, that is awful. I think I, this was. Don't do that. Yeah, I think this was post Jane Silent Bob uh, Strike Back. And it we was could do anything. Like, yeah, that, I think that's when they started to realize Jane Silent Bob were these classic characters that can kind of They do popped whatever. up in Scream, Scream 3, I think. Yeah. They have a cameo in that, so. And All videoed right. for stuff. Final question. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing so well. Final so. question. Name the famous celebrity whose defense attorney not only got him acquitted of murder charges, but also helped Kevin Smith's clerks secure an R rating after the MPAA slapped it with NC-17. Phil's got his hand up. Johnny Carpenter. No, uh, the famous celebrity. Name the celebrity. Oh. And it wasn't Cochran who did it. but The celebrity who... Name the famous celebrity whose defense attorney... Got him acquitted oh. of murder charges, but OJ. also, yeah. OJ okay. Simpson. OJ Simpson, correct. <laughs> okay, sure. That's such <laughs> a roundabout Kevin Smith question. Hey, he helped him. He helped that. that it wasn't uh, Cochran. Um, there was, was no question about his actual movies. But it was a great quiz. Fuck Fuck I'm you. just sorry that I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah. And I... I don't know anything. This was a Kevin Smith quiz. It wasn't a Kevin Smith films quiz. Okay. Also, sure. If I asked you, like, you know, any of the questions about mall rats, you would have gotten it. Exactly. That's yeah. what I wanted. I wanted it to be harder. I wanted to show up. You're already given off the knowledge of your slacker knowledge that's apparently <laughs> oh, yeah, black and white. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like a not that's black and white. That's what threw me off. That, that's why it's not I black and couldn't. White. Yeah, I couldn't picture <laughs> it. Oh, Can you check for me? Name the director who directed slacker <laughs> no it's not black and white all right well it fucking um, should be it's no it should not be i don't know why i thought it was black and white. it's good <laughs> have you not seen it i haven't seen it i have oh, okay. it but i've That's never seen why. it yeah um, i got it on enough. dvd all right cool well sure <laughs> oh, yeah, that gives you three to caroline's one sure it should have been two wait i got moose jaws yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll give you two because you claim that one. I gave you Jaws. You win the rest of the tablets. Oh, yes. Yeah, and you have to eat them all in one thing. Heart attack. Here without without heart having a heart attack. Yeah, there yeah. was no real uh, prize for that. Um, I think maybe you should just we get don't, You have to eat. We haven't earned. Won. I don't want to. You it. have to eat all the tablet I, now. I don't think I could. <laughs> we haven't earned any anything Any for that quiz. Good. Sorry. All right, well, I guess we need to sign off here. You guys got to start work now. Yeah. Um, but we can give our last little thoughts to Kevin Smith before we go. Phil, you're the champion of the quiz. You can uh, go. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've, I've, I've kind of said it already. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like him quite a bit, and he's had such a big influence on me and who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. I told him that when I met him, I was like, dude, it's just so fucking weird to like, be next to you and seeing you because I've been like watching you and listening to you most of my life. Um, and it's, you know, given to me by my brother and I've had my own relationship with those movies. Um, 
but he's great. And like, regardless of what you think of his movie, I think his movies are very sweet and earnest and funny. Yeah. And show a, a side to people that you still don't really see much. Um, and I think he's always been ahead of the curve in those sorts of things. He's never been afraid to like challenge his audience, mm. which is great. He doesn't really rest on his laurels um, until recently. Uh, with Jane Bobby Boo, but even that was fun and a really nice throwback and a yeah. good way of doing it. I'd say probably maybe even did it better than the new Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, regardless of what you think of the film, he's a good guy and he's all about giving back and encouraging young artists and getting people into making movies. I think a big part of why I went to film school is Kevin Smith because he made it seem realistic and yeah. fun and just fucking doable. And it just takes one person to be like, there you go. Like, just showing you that you can do it. And yeah. It's, it's great. He's a great guy. Cool. Caroline? Amen. Amen. I, I, whatever Phil says. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I think Kevin Smith is great. Uh, I love when he comes to the cinema every time. Uh, he's, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's so chilled. And uh, I like that. I, I as I said earlier, I could listen to him talk just for ages. Yeah. He's so nice to listen to. He just knows his shit, and I I, I like him. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Whether it's he did clerks or yoga hoses and whatnot, like he is, he's fucking he's fucking sick. Uh, yeah. I I I I like him a lot. Sick. Uh, I think that's pretty much uh, it in a nutshell. I mean, yeah, he's a great guy. Hilarious. Very inspiring. Nice enough to be on our podcast. Nice enough to be on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's just, yeah, he's, he, like you said, he makes things accessible and you can just think like anybody can just do it if they just apply themselves, you know, and you just have to, like I said earlier, gamble on yourself to do it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I, yeah, I just want to say like to, Kevin, like, if he listens to this, like, we're super happy that you're alive and well. And, like, you know, it's, like, uh, it's great that, yeah, you're healthy now. And uh, we're happy that you can still come here and just be a good friend to the Prince Charles Cinema. And, yeah, just give everyone here so much of your time. Like, he's a machine when he comes here. I don't understand it. Um, and I've never seen him like waver, like I never yeah. seen him like look tired or anything. Yeah. So I mean, that's just amazing. He just gives himself, he gives himself to everyone, hundred and ten billion percent. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, uh, yeah, he's amazing. So he's so good with fans too, and yeah. that's why they yeah. also like like him and yeah. keeps like holding on, like you know, like have this guy to look up to, and he's because mm-hmm. like, he's a good guy. He's not yeah. an asshole who. There's, there's never any stories of him like None, yeah. flipping off a fan or yeah. anything. He always like... makes time for people, which yeah. is great. Well, I uh, we just want to thank everyone for making time for us and listening to us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening yeah. to us. Kevin yeah. Kevin for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was a good roundabout. Yeah, like, yeah, I hope we yeah. haven't yeah. pissed off any of his uh, fans who like our podcast a lot by not liking I don't think so, things yeah. as much as yeah. I used to. But, you know, shit happens. You mm. get older. But I still like him as a person. I think he's yeah. fucking amazing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you can find us at, well, me personally, Tall for all, T-A-L, the number four, A-L-L. Phil's at uh, 
far away sad. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sad. I'm stretching. <laughs> and Caroline's still deciding her Twitter handle. Yep, I'm uh, still thinking. But you can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, sorry, your name. Yep, you can try and find me, huh? Caroline, no, uh, that is your Caroline. challenge. <laughs> Caroline H uh, F R I S K. That's that's me. Sick. That's my life. Yeah, and you can find us collectively at the PCC Podcast on uh, Twitter. And you can email us at podcast at princecharlescinema.com. You can tell us how much you hate us for this episode. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> and also, uh, if you want, hit us up over at patreon.com slash the PCC podcast. You can uh, be a good person to us. One dollar a month just helps keep us alive. You get access to all these keeps episodes. The on. Yeah, it keeps the lights on. Um, and you also get show notes with those episodes. But if you donate $5 a month, you can become a really awesome Cinecaster guy who gets, uh, f- you know, a bonus episode every month, which is sick. So, and you've told them about one. Yeah, I said we're gonna have a Uncut Gems episode, <laughs> and also in February, fuck the Oscars. Yeah, we're gonna do our own awards ceremony. It's making a comeback. Yeah. Back in the day, there used to be this thing called the Charlies here at Prince Charles Cinema. I don't know if any listeners remember this. But we're bringing it back. We're going to call it the Pod Charlies. Hey. And we're going to have our own award show. Our and own category. We're going to have awards. Yeah, we're going to have our own awards. We're going to probably have some that we gift. And we're also going to probably have some that we want you to gift, listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll make this a really special thing. Um, but that will probably, unless if I decide otherwise, end up being our February bonus episode. So keep a lookout. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those nominations, man. <laughs> All right, love you guys. We're signing off. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Snoochie-boochie. Bye.